Hello and welcome to Not Exactly Citizen Kane. This is part three of our conversation about the films of 2019. We are finally here, folks. Only two more films to go. we talk about 1917 yeah yeah this film's all about time it's a it's a race against the clock i i think i think it's it, in fact i think it's i've said this before but i think this and dunkirk are both really interesting oh 100%. Um, mm. like really they go really well together fact, as two I portraits yeah. them both at christmas of, like within a day of each other as yeah. well yeah with with my dad oh. and that was a great uh, yeah you're right as companion pieces Exactly. Two mm. portraits of two very different wars, but they and in very different ways, but both doing incredibly out there stuff technically. And also that they're, they're just both about time. They're about these mm. these men are running out of time, I think. So 1917, they have to go and stop a battle, basically, in the in 1917. They've got to the deliver war. this. They've got to cross, cross enemy lines to, to, to deliver this note because this the, the reg, this other regiment are walking into a trap, yeah. aren't they? Mm. Yeah. Um. And so it's two men against the world. It, yeah, but the, it's, it's, so it's a war film, but not really about war. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're going to stop fighting. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, 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 like, the biggest action sequence at the beginning of the film is kind of started by a rat, not, not, a, not, a, yeah. not Gosh, an enemy yeah. soldier or anything yeah. like that. Mm. The, um, when, I won't say exactly, but when something unfortunate happens, it's not about conflict. It's about kindness, right? That's yeah. what yeah. makes it happen. Mm. That's like um, being vulnerable, isn't it? Like vulnerability yeah. ends up like letting their guard down. Ultimately, that's and ends them in kind of unfortunate uh, situations. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and then you have these kind of sprinkled uh, amongst these megastars who pop up for like two lines, and you go, "Oh, Which it's Mark I, Strong." I think then... that's I think that's brilliant. It was yeah. It was so because uh, I again I didn't really know much about this film and, and who was in it before um, I went to see it, and I I just remember being like oh my god it's Benedict Cumberbatch in this film oh my god it's Andrew Scott and they were like all these yeah, yeah, yeah. all these little cameos Andrew Scott's of people great in it yes he's yeah. brilliant I, in all it of them, I think he's just like they're fantastic each of them are in it for maybe max about five minutes of, of screen time if if that maybe less and it so could have easily been a film that cached on the big names being in this like and, and Colin Firth is another one yeah yeah you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's so and could have easily been about that and yes, Richard Madden, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and but it it wasn't it wasn't anything like that. It was just a story. I I, I think a lot more of it was um, that appealed to people was uh, this like the excellent cinematography in it. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, all hail Roger Deakins. Oh yeah. God, what a, <laughs> what a man, what a Sir Roger Deakins. We can yeah. say yes, Sir Roger Deakins. Sir. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I just I I think it was. Yeah, it was it was a movie that could have easily relied on having these famous people in it when it's just not about that at all. And I think uh, yeah. 
got to give so much credit to George McKay after after oh. watching that. Oh, oh yeah, he's so goodness good. He's so me. good. Oh, man of the match. Yeah, what yeah. I was I was blown away by that performance. My choice for honestly. Bond. Oh really? Wow! Uh, George McKay. Very, yeah, Very I can interesting. See that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting what you're saying, Av, about the big name, the big names, and how they're used because um, because they're all uh, generals and mm. captains. So you you get a sense of authority from them. George McKay and Charles, uh, Dean Charles Chapman. Who's the kid from Game of Thrones? I didn't realise. I knew I saw his face. He's the um, Joffrey's younger brother. Um, they're, they're known actors, but they're not as bigger names so you get it's actually a, i think it's really clever you get a feel of for the authority of these uh, all yeah. these big names mm. are all the well it's other leaders yes yeah, yeah it's it's casting based on your preconceptions yeah. again isn't mm. it yeah yeah it's uh, george george mckay i think is the beating heart of this film right oh, yes yeah, he's so absolutely. again another why is he not up for best actor what, what yeah. where is he he's too young men don't get it mm. that young um at the oscars let's hope he has but, his time yeah at, at some yeah. point because yeah, yeah. i i Absolutely. am honestly he's, excited yeah. to see where his career goes yeah. after this he's, really he's never bond i, I hadn't that's yeah that's very yeah, honest, yeah. honestly I, can see that that is, I wouldn't be scottish upset about well. that at all scottish, oh, yeah, yeah. Scottish. Bond, of course Sunshine and leaf. yeah he's oh, lovely I've seen. Yeah. I've. I did actually. I see. I saw him in a cafe in London. George McCain. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Did you? Didn't speak wow. to him. Didn't. Have, didn't know what to say. You said, anyway. "Hey, hey, George McCain. <laughs> uh, I really liked you in Sunshine on Leith." Yeah. Um, I would uh, have walked five hundred miles for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then he t- basically, Jonah. He's. He. You said that he. He kind of scowled at you, and then you yeah. looked out. But you thought it's over and done with. It's over and it's done, over and done with. with. <laughs> I, I was in oh, Edinburgh while they were filming that bit at the end. Oh, were you? Because I, I, I saw some of the people who were in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's a great film. How <laughs> good is Dexter Fletcher? Fletcher. Yeah. I mean, what a man. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Apparently and, he was an absolute like dream on set as well. He used to, uh, I, like, I read a bit of trivia that said at the end of each and every day, he would go around shaking everybody's hand wow. like, apparently he was such a gentleman he was oh. just he was just happy to be on set and like was literally up for doing anything and like the scene um where he's uh running through the fire uh in i mean the um when he doesn't get to stop the regiment in time and they go over the line of fire and they they're all running and the camera follows him running through he like bumps into all these soldiers and like they get flung about like they get they get thrown about and he did and none of that was choreographed he he just he managed to hit somebody and he just kept going and i god Wow. Which your <laughs> heart is in your mouth and that, yes. that moment. And the music. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Have you watched like the behind the scenes of that bit? A little bit. Runs? Yeah. No, I don't think I have, no. Because they did a side by side. Because, I mean, the <gasps> number of extras in that is it's like Ben Hur yeah. scale. It's incredible. Oh, God. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the extras in it's, it's mm. I, you don't often watch a film and say this, but the background artist yeah. work God, in 19, yes. the use of extras. Oh. That you because they it's just amazing and they all went to boot camp and learned yeah. to be you yeah, know it's, and it, it's, it's just, you feel the scale and the scope of this well it's that opening war it's the opening shot where it starts on just him and then there's just two of them and then it and it moves through the trench and they must this and there's just so many bodies about mm-hmm. so I think it's worth talking about 
special effects in this film as well mm-hmm. because um obviously so obviously it's because they're not actually that young they're all in their <laughs> 70s they're all <laughs> and uh, they're digitally de-aged um well well it's funny you say that oh god <laughs> talking about digital doubles because so this the, the part of the premise of this film is that it's all one it's all well I don't want to anger camera yeah yeah, yeah. We it's had all one camera take. words with us it's all one sequence it's supposed to or it's it's yeah, meant it's, to feel it's like, supposed to emulate one take yeah, isn't it but obviously one shot it's supposed to feel it's sort well, of well two actually yeah oh yeah because there is a break when he in in the middle of the film but it's supposed to f- and we 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 had this discussion when we were talking about birdman but obviously i think which i loved i loved birdman but i I think it feels so much it it serves a greater purpose in this film because obviously it's sort of pseudo real time it's obviously compressed time but it's meant to feel like you know they start this journey in one place and they don't and the film does not break it does at one point until they get to the you know until he gets to Mm. they get to the goal it's very immersive yeah like from the very beginning puts you right there doesn't it yeah Yeah, right in the trenches but how they they did a lot of this is quite in obviously so the way they film it is they film it in chunks they film it in so they would rehearse the sequences with um with the camera operator because it's you know you have to re- you have to rehearse it like a dance and they'd rehearse it even before they went out and filmed it with in in like weighted gear and stuff so that the lads would have so they'd be used to the packs and stuff however there are moments in there are a couple of moments in this film where they have to obviously stitch together shots and there's there's a few different ways to do this they do a couple of classic swipes you know someone walks across the screen you just mask them out lovely jubbly go through a bit of a bit of shadow easy peasy yeah. there is a sequence there's a bit in this film where is when they're just about to go into no man's land <gasps> i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about yeah there's mm-hmm. one shot where they're crouched down they climb up over the top the next shot starts they would they are, and actually, there's another sequence where he drops into a waterfall, and they completely oh, replace yeah, yeah, them with yeah. digital doubles to stitch the two shots together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's, wow. it's seamless. Oh my yeah, god! Because yeah. I remember watching, I remember sitting down and watching this, knowing obviously that it was filmed in it's kind of the one sequence idea, and I was like, okay, I'm going to set myself a little challenge, and I'm going to try and like place mark where I think they've made cuts because I, you know everyone was saying I couldn't I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you where it was unless it was you know very obvious where it kind of splits kind of halfway through the film um and I I, I couldn't have told you to be honest until it was that bit and I don't know why but it was just it was something about the um the way the camera moved kind of over the little hill before you saw no man's land and I yeah. was I was I don't know why, because it there wasn't a, it wasn't obvious at all. Yeah. It really wasn't. But I was just like, that would be a convenient place for them to cut it. So I'm 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 just gonna say it was. And now now knowing obviously that they put like digital like double bodies in that, I I like just wow, yeah. I'm, I'm it's, quite blown away. Slight, <laughs> there's a slight morph effect when they get to the top, which looks a little bit yes. like it looks more like the camera's refocusing, so they mm. can kind of get away with it. Um but yeah, just just genius. There's another one where they Gosh, walk through so an good. archway, and it's a green screen on the other side, I think, or something. So when they walk through the archway, it changes shot. I think mm. it's, M- yeah. Mendes said he found that a lot of the time, when like it's better to like a lot of people think some of sometimes when the camera goes into a dark place, 
sometimes that is where there's a cut, but a lot of the time it's just the shadow of, yeah. the, mm. of the light, right? And that's not where the cut is. And actually he found, as you say, doing wipes or things, cutting in the emotional bits where, when you're not paying attention to where they are so much and kind of cutting like where it where you wouldn't expect someone to cut in big mm. wides or or kind of high kind of stakes bits of the oh, film it, but that's it, yeah it'd be he, very he easy it'd be very easy for them easier to, to kind get of away make, with it yeah to, to make the excuse to cut okay right we're gonna cut here where it gets dark and it'll be easier for us to edit in post you know but the fact that they've kind of chosen to do it in a much more complex way it's just a yeah, massive yeah. credit to them really isn't it exactly exactly and and Diggs, 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 the man, the man, what a man, the man, main man, man. Diggs, natural yeah. light, natural light, he's yeah. brilliant. God, he, yeah. that's all I know about cinematography. It's got something to do with light. Um, yeah, but he's fantastic. He's what I can't even put my finger on what makes a Roger Deakins shot film look so good. But I wonder, is he using anamorphic lenses in this one? Because yes. I, I can't. I feel like that would make it hundred times harder. Cam would be the person to ask. Cam would be the person. He's not. I could pretend to be Cam, but, but um, uh, uh, let me see. Shall I see? I'm gonna. <laughs> you might hear my computer. Um, <laughs> anamorphic. Uh, uh, I think no. I think it was no. Circular. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because it's quite gritty and realistic. It's, yeah. It's interesting because I, I again, I kind of in my head. Joker as well was shot on anamorphic, but actually, if you when when I watched it again, it wasn't, which mm. surprised me. Um, I don't really know what you mean when you say anamorphic. Anamorphic. <laughs> like, I know okay. what it is, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you what the difference is between. Okay, Alex. Film history. <laughs> you ready? Oh, oh this so, is pretending to be ignorant for all the listeners who don't know like me. Okay, <laughs> but um, please tell me anyway. No, I, I I wasn't pretending. I don't know what it means. I so, feel silly now. Back. <laughs> Back in the olden days, you know, <laughs> yeah. know what shape film used to be? Used to be square. Uh, oh, we've it? had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, go on, let's have it again for the sake of the listeners. So, film. It used was square. It was fil- square, wasn't yeah. it, Jonah? Yeah, and that was fine. Everyone was happy with that until telly came along. Telly. Oh yeah. Square pictures you can have at home. Um, cinema starts to get a bit worried because oh, well, why? Why are people going to come? Why to the would cinema you bother coming to cinema yeah. if they can watch film at home? What we're going to do is we're going to offer them wide screen right wide, wide screen. screen immersive <gasps> experience wow but the problem which is, you couldn't get at home because your telly's well, exactly the telly's the wrong shape um but the problem they come up with is well film is square and it would be you know make it it'd be really difficult to make make it you know change the shape of film you know because film's expensive yeah yeah so what they did was they invented something called an anamorphic lens which an is a lens which, lens which other than so normal lenses have several pieces of glass in them and they move and the telescopic lens will be able to move one of the pieces of glass to to zoom in and out anamorphic lens is um a oval shaped lens inside and what that does is distort the image so you get a wide image and it it squeezes the image onto that square bit of film and then when you project the film you have the reverse and it's um stretches it back out again so that's and what you and how you can tell it's anamorphic a lot of the time is a because you get kind of distorted slightly fish eye effect right and b um what they call something like um the the backs or barks or something the um the lens flares, the tiny little specks, the circles yeah. of light are oval shaped. That's that's anamorphic lenses. Great, lovely. 
I'm all clued up. There we go. Fantastic. And they're used to create sort of more dream-like surreal uh, and more cinematic effects. And Roger Deakins um, is known to use them. He also invented a specific lens for a film. Um, what's it called? The the assassination of oh the, uh, Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Yes, he invented starring William Bradley Pitt. Yes, yes he he in, actually invented a, a split diopter lens oh, wow. for <sighs> that film. So in so, <sighs> A split I love lip. split diopter shots. So basically, that's the, one, that's the one thing I do know. Brian De Palma, hey? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's a lens that you can twist, so it throws. It can change. You have the ch- a change of focus within the shot. Yeah. And yeah, what yeah. he did was he used that. He created a specific lens to create shots that were half out of focus that would um, emanate uh, photographs from the time. There we go. That's that's just a bit of trivia about film <laughs> Thank lenses you, for Professor. you. I feel uh, I right. feel so intelligent now after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I'm the son of a photographer. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, which is a Dusty Springfield song, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. But isn't 1917 great? <laughs> 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 it's really quite good. It's really quite good. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. It, I, oh, mm. that's what I wanted to say. Okay. Here's a reading. Um, first off, I, 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 there are so many unsung heroes to this film. Christy Wilson Cairns is just brilliant, right? She mm. wrote oh, it with yeah, Sam Mendes. Yeah. Mm. She's fantastic. She's working on, uh, she co-wrote uh, Last Night in Soho with Edgar Wright, oh. which is really exciting. Oh. She's mm-hmm. working on, she's apparently on the, uh, she's going to working on the Taika Waititi Star Wars film. They're writing that together. Oh, so amazing. things are going well for her, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is great. It's amazing. And she had some really interesting stuff to say about, about Parasite. It's worth finding, not Parasite, 1917, worth finding any interviews you can with her because she's just fantastic. And and she was saying, she says there's a reading of this film. I don't think this is the way, but, but the... That's Mandalorian. The, the <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you. Um, this is the way. Um, yes, she says. She said they. So and, and Sam Mendes has doubled this to say that the second half of the film. So it cuts in the middle, right? Yeah, cuts in the middle. Mm. There is where he gets knocked unconscious, and then about halfway through, it's just over halfway through. Actually, it's like mm. one hour ten, one hour five, one hour six, something like that. He gets knocked unconscious. It cuts, and then it comes back up. And that second half of the film is much more sort of. It shift the tone shifts. It mm. gets a sort of little less gritty, little less. It gets a bit more cinematic and a bit more uh, impressionist, impressionistic, and to the point where she says there is a reading that he doesn't get up. Yeah, <laughs> right. And everything oh that God. happens at the end of the film is a dream sequence. But what Sam Mendes has said is that he was he very clearly in his head he wanted that he wakes up. And he's in a hell-like place, right? It's like hell. Mm. The burning city. It was beautiful. I mean, it's just, oh. That oh, was that also... Just, a, that was yeah. stunning. That was also a digitally enhanced, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but also, what apparently the special effects guy, the, the set, the production designer built the city in full. Wow. And then blew it up. Uh, oh, blew I up mean, the scale that's... model of it. So And then, so when they went to build it in full, he could do it he didn't build it yeah he built a small model which he then broke but he built the city he designed the city as a working city and I then mean, he blew like, it up the production design in this is 
just yeah, it's, phenomenal. It's amazing. Like, it's, and, oh. and especially as they, it all needs to be the right length. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, you yeah. know, everything needs to be the right So I mean, it's just the amount of And most of it ends up getting destroyed anyway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, I worked really yeah, so hard he, on this. Now you're going to blow walks, it up. He walks through this hell like help this hellscape and then he comes to the river and it's like the river sticks and he's <gasps> I was kind of talk making about his way he's, yes. he's crossing his way into the land of the living again. And it's just stuff like that. Stuff like that is just amazing. Oh, and then he's oh like in the God. fields of Elysium, isn't he? Because he's in that field. Well, exactly. I mean, you could say, you, it depend, it's how you, you could say he, he's in hell and he has to work his way into the nice bit of the underworld. Or you could say he's, that's the, he's getting back out of the underworld, out of Hades, back to uh. the land of the living. Because I think the ending is supposed to be real. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't all in his head. It's not like Joker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what a what a what a film! Mm. What a yeah. film! I, I think it, the it, best yeah. the best part of this film for me was something that I noticed quite early on. Was um, there are so many moments in this film where um, they kind of take you out the out of the reality of war for a second, and they show you moments of um, of beauty and hope and kind of like real life, real life outside of conflict, and then they like snap you back to reality and remember, no, 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 no. You're in a, you're watching a war movie right now. These people are going through war. And like some of the moments that just stuck out to me was when they, uh, when they enter the German bunker and they see, um, mm. they see like a photograph of a young woman, uh, like pinned up on one of the, uh, like one of the pillars. And then they see the name Elsa with like a love heart kind of ingrained into one of the pillars as well. And like, that was, that struck me because it's like, well, actually, they're not the enemy. They're just regular soldiers, like like they are. Yeah, yeah. And and, and yet they're, you know, they've they've got loved ones as well. But then as soon as that happens, you you see the rat, and then the yeah. German bunker explodes, and then you know you're snapped back to reality. And like the way you were saying with the whole river of sticks thing, um, before that, he is just like he's he's falling through the river. But there's a bunch of like cherry blossom around him falling into the yeah, river. Yeah. And it's and it's Almost beauty like... and it's hope. And then he's got to climb out of this river of full of dead bodies to get to somewhere. Yeah, well, I just, which is oh, so, it's just so grim. Yeah, like the yeah. the you know, I could go on and on about the well, the, like the mumblings the singing, and all of that, but yeah. And then suddenly the the men are walking, he has to write he's like finally had to sit down and then he's got to run to the the front oh, god yeah, yeah. You're totally right yeah. and the happening. dog fight as well with the um with the planes yes. in the air like they're when watching it, it and they're like and... oh it looks looks like we're winning brilliant yeah we're winning oh shit no there's a plane coming down and it's about to crash yeah. on us it's just oh it's so it's so harsh with bringing you back to the reality of war it, it, oh god works on can so I, many levels I... yeah. say so my theory about the cherry blossom in the river mm. because uh, the Ch- Ch- Dean Charles, the, the other guy, <laughs> Dean Charles Chapman's <laughs> character, he his that he know his home oh, yeah. is full of cherry blossoms. So don't you? Th- I thought God, when I yes. saw it last yeah. night, the ch- he says, like, didn't he? He's got yeah. It's like his spirit is kind of <gasps> alongside him as he goes down. The oh, I, I hadn't even made that connection. That is beautiful. That is just oh, something that occurred to me last gosh. time I watched it. Yeah, I just thought that was there's just I think films. I, I think there's an argument to be made. Same with. We talked kind of about this in Birdman, but there's an argument to be made about the fact that this film is 
less successful the second time. It's kind of because it's so much about adrenaline. Mm. It kind of works. The, 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 we talked about it being a gimmick with Birdman, but the, the technique that they, the one take thing, uh, the one shot thing is sort of, it means that because it's on rails, which means it goes really quickly because all the, the, the cut is like halfway through, but it feels much like it happens much earlier on. Um, I think that's because you're kind of anticipating it well, as exactly. well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like a moment to breathe, finally. You're going, Phew. yeah. Um, but but I think there is an argument to be made. I think it's the wrong one because I have seen it quite a lot now. Um, that it doesn't work as well on an emotional level a second time. Um, and I can it's see kind of that because you, pony, you 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 know the uh, you know the story, don't you? So you're not yeah. kind of invested in uh, in watching it and paying attention. Maybe I, I think like I said before knowing that it's it's a film that's meant to be kind of all one sequence you are uh kind of subconsciously maybe trying to pay attention to the fact that you're looking out for those cuts um and if you don't notice them the first time you're probably not going to look for them a second time so on a second yeah, watch exactly. yeah, it's yeah. probably like the gimmick's kind of over almost like you, it's not really that big of a deal once you watch it the second time maybe that you're looking out for those cuts yeah, exactly. But it's also, it's still, it's all the things it's doing, it, it, it immerses you and, and, yeah. and, that, and it, it ups the exhilaration of it all. It, it, and it also makes it all feel more inevitable. It's about time. Like I said, they're running out of time. And so the film's on rails, right? Because their journey has to be as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just great. Again, it's, it's, you find it. When there's kind of stuff, films that maybe haven't worked for everyone, there's so much more to say. And even though there's loads to say about how great this film is, as ever, you kind of go, well, just watch it. If you haven't seen it, if you've seen it, you know. And if you haven't seen it, watch it because it's stunning. It's so good. It's so good. Can we talk about the the excellent use of foreshadowing when Colin Firth's character uses that Rudyard Kipling quote? Down to Kahana or up to the throne, he who travels fastest travels alone. <gasps> oh, oh yes. my God. I was okay. like, as spoilers, soon as that, spoilers as, from yeah, yeah. 1917. One of them as dies. That, <laughs> as soon as that quote was was read, I was like, ah, okay. I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna lose one of them. I don't know which yeah. one, yeah. but I know I'm but gonna lose one of them. And heavily but, telegraphed. That it's George Mackay, isn't it? It's you, yeah. You're so convinced he puts his hand in the thing, so you think, well, that's sexist. Yeah. That's, he's yeah. gone, and then he gets oh. the bar. What? It's like it keeps like ramping up. It's so obvious that he's the one because he doesn't have the brother. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy with the brother's gonna make it, right? And 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 the fa- and any if that had been the case, it would have felt more filmy, you know. But it's mm. it. I think it's truer to that war that that it's just well, kind yeah, of you, there's no you reason lose, to it. You lose someone, and you and you just. Yeah, you have no idea that it's going to happen. Oh, God. It happens so randomly as well. It just just takes you by surprise. It's because of of kindness. kindness. Yeah, Yeah, it's because he makes the decision and it's him. He says, George Mm. McKay wants to shoot the German guy. And he's like, no, we have to be nice. And then out of fear, the German guy kills him. And and then then George McKay keeps it together 
right? He's clearly troubled, but he meets Mark Strong. He's in the yeah. lorry. And then mm. it's not until the lorry gets stuck and he has to lift it up that he finally expresses that feeling. Gosh, yeah. And it's, I mean, powerhouse performance. But as yeah. you say, you were talking about Oscars loving big showy performances. I think that's, another, he's too young, but also that's another reason it didn't get picked up. Yeah. Because it's such a quiet it was subtle, performance. wasn't it? Yeah. He doesn't scream his intentions at anyone. Mm. Yeah, exactly. His, he doesn't yeah. punch any walls. But I yeah. think, I um, think that is, that is the kind of performance that that needs to start being nominated more. Yeah. That it yeah, really absolutely. has to change. Because I, uh, yes, you can relate to something like Marriage Story and you can still think it's like a good performance. But to be able to, uh, to be able to pull off that kind of nuance in, in George McKay's performance, it, it just, it's, it's, it's something that not everyone can do. Yeah, it's and, about control, isn't it? Yeah, and I, oh, I just, I think I credit that far much more than a lot of Oscar nom performances this yeah. year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know, any other year, I think this, I would want this to win. Mm, yeah. However. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> what a build-up. <laughs> and we've been building to talk about this film. Parasite. 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 Yes. It's the Parasite. best film out this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best film oh, of this year. For Sorry. Sure. Um, it's just genius. Uh, and that was not exactly Citizen Kane. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to. Uh, it's, what a score. What a yeah. score. Oh, the score. God. <laughs> it's not to be a broken record. But <laughs> the soundtrack. Score. The soundtrack of this film, I just want to get up who yeah. did it, is just amazing and it's kind of like to the point where i thought a lot of it was needle drops a lot of it was classical music but it's not it's mostly original score oh is it really i, I think i felt the same thing some yeah. of it's yeah, not I, some yeah. of it is is but um uh uh yeah. that bit oh yeah. it feels so like a baroque piece of music and it's not it's it's, oh. it's him uh that's John that's J. really Ill. clever John that is J. Yeah. so Fancy, yeah. clever Wow. But also, it straddles just like the film. The score straddles all these different genres. There's that amazing bit when he's in the car, the dad's in the car, yeah. and he's finding the he's finding the pants. Yeah. Yes. And it's like a drum solo. It's like a it's like a, the the kind of it's this incredible drum piece. And then you have you have kind of piano, floaty piano stuff, and then you have proper horror music. Mm. Where it, like, it, it's just stunning. And that incredible operatic bit in the middle when they're doing the... Right. Yeah. Before we <laughs> go any further. Yeah. If you have not seen Parasite, I don't care if you've listened to the stuff we were saying about The Irishman, even though you, you're never going to watch it. Because you're never going to watch it. I don't yeah. care. Oh, I'll watch it if I want to. Do not listen to this. No. If you've not seen Parasite. Spoiler alert for the entire thing. Yeah. Because even, even though we won't talk about third act stuff until later on in this conversation... If think, you heard, know anything yeah. about it, just go and go and watch. I don't care that you don't normally watch films with subtitles. I don't. I don't care. I don't care that you kind of don't like thrillers. Just watch it. Yeah. Oh, but it it's so much more is, than a thriller. It's everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 well, it's, it's, it's it is everything. It's, it's everything again. The, so Nish Kumar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is Please come on, Nish Kumar. Nish Kumar. Describe this film as the best of movies. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> oh my the God, best yeah. of, of film. Yeah. It's like everything you've ever enjoyed in a film. It's like a compilation album of yeah. just the best bits yeah. of cinema. And I think that is so It's so true. Right. Uh, so 
the only thing I will say about the plot of this film is that it's about two families. One of them is yeah. poor, one of them is rich. And even that is too much to know, but ah, that is all I'm giving but, you. But is, okay? it, is it about two families? <laughs> Should we open with one question, okay? Mm. Who is the parasite? I was going <sighs> to ask this! Oh my goodness! Oh, it's What it a pose, title! It yeah. poses the best question and i i feel like depending on who you ask everyone was going to have a, a completely different answer yeah, and, yeah. oh my god well, the, oh my the god. answer is everybody they're, they're well, all, yeah, yeah. They, they all are yeah. and also, absolutely always, yeah hope the parasite is is rich it's money the parasite it's just everything yeah. oh, oh my oh. god oh what a film <laughs> so many levels <laughs> and it's like the house <laughs> the house the house it's yes. got hidden levels so many levels yes so yes, many. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it's so Stop listening. Stop listening. If you haven't <laughs> seen it, you've already <clears throat> stayed too long. Just go. Go watch this film. It's, it's so on, clever. It's on Amazon Prime twice. <laughs> briefly, okay. if I can I'm gonna briefly compare because I did a I did a piece at uni comparing Alex knows this. Comparing this film with um Knives yeah, Out. Which is brief. Oh wow, okay. So, because so I'm gonna briefly okay. gonna get Knives watch Out. Watch Knives Out. If you haven't seen Knives Out, <laughs> Knives Out is a haven't. fantastic film. And also I'm gonna spoil a little bit of knives out okay because like my it was chris evans yeah mike <laughs> <laughs> mike and paris get this <laughs> <laughs> eat shit eat shit you eat shit you eat shit <laughs> my com- my comparison is i mean they're both some of the best films i've ever seen um but also they're both they're both three different films so each act of the f- each act um of oh, the film changes yeah. genre in both of these films however knives out if you go in expecting to watch a murder mystery film it, it um it's better because it uses that to its advantage whereas if you go into watching parasite knowing absolutely nothing about what you're about to see that's the best way of watching it i think mm, yeah absolutely both films have three discrete movements yeah um, and in fact, Jenna and I were talking about this, and you could even add, weirdly, Avengers Endgame to this. <laughs> There's the same applause for that, <laughs> slightly less sophisticatedly, admittedly. But these films have three discrete movements, which are all doing different things. And even though the film doesn't necessarily change that much, the engine underneath does. Yeah. I think it's easier to explain what I mean by talking about Knives Out. And this is what Ryan Johnson has said about it. So, spoilers for Knives Out. Chris Evans did. Um, uh, you open it as a murder mystery it's a murder mystery and then the film shifts and it becomes a Hitchcock thriller it's like we know who did it are they going to get away Mm. and so it's a thriller it's a Hitchcock thriller running uh, running this murder mystery this murder still a murder mystery but it's being the engine is that of a Hitchcock thriller and then just as you get comfortable to it being a, a Hitchcock thriller it reverts back to a murder mystery, but you are bringing everything you have learned from the Hitchcock thriller bit with you, right? So it's a different murder mystery. Um, yeah. And Parasite is similar, but it doesn't ever revert. It just opens up. Just right? keeps on going. Wider and wider. Yeah. And I heard, I keep saying this, but I heard a description of Bong Joon-ho's work. He What he normally does is a lot of his films are uh, thrillers that aren't actually thrillers. They're social satire underneath, but yeah. they're disguised as thrillers. Well, that's and like this... a Snowpiercer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. Yeah. Snowpiercer, what a film. This 
is <laughs> this is a thriller. This is like it looks like it's a social satire, but it's actually a thriller. <laughs> and yeah. the engine is a thriller underneath. Um and and actually I was saying it starts as a comedy. Yeah. It starts as a comedy. Really and then it becomes film. a and then it becomes a con movie and then it becomes yeah. a horror movie. Yeah. And but actually, and I, I, I thought this, but I it occurred to me when I watched it the other the other day, is that it doesn't stop being an Ealing. It's like an no. Ealing comedy. It's like an old-fashioned Ealing comedy. It never but stops being a farce. All of the mechanics, it doesn't stop being a comedy. It just stops being funny. And yeah. it starts mm. being horrific. Yeah. But all of the movements, are the, all of the kind of technical bits of it are the same, right? As they are in the early effect. It's still well, a comedy. If you it's just at- not making you laugh. It's making you... Horrified. Both yeah. films have a house at the centre, but Knives Out as well has a house at the centre with and, and who was in what room at what time and whatnot. And all about class and money and power. Exactly. And wealth. Yeah. But that's and, a classical and, and, fast feature is is the movement of people through doors and through rooms. Yeah. Well, all those beautiful, like big open shots of the house where yeah. he and he tells you right from the beginning. This is what this film is going to be because you have yeah. people walking up the stairs while other people are walking across the kitchen, and he's saying nothing's happening, but you're going to be wanting to watch both of these things at once, yeah. right? Because mm. there is always more to the picture than what well, you were seeing. Like the lights, the automatic lights coming on is great. Oh, God. Exactly. yeah, just genius. Go oh. and watch Parasite if you've not seen it. Yeah. it's already too far, too far, yeah. you're too far in. <laughs> just stop, stop listening. So the um, so the light as a rem- the lights. So, so Mr. Kim, who's the owner of the house. No, um, Mr. Park. Yeah. yeah oh, Mr. Kim Park. is the driver. Yeah, Mr. Park, sorry. Yeah, Mr. Kim is the, yeah. It's, 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 what he calls it. It's, 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 Mr. Kim, it's the Kim family. Yeah, the Kim family are the one that live in the basement. No, Park's they're not. Family. No, they're not. Oh, the not, basement. Yeah, right, the basement flat. Okay. The basement flat. <laughs> which is also a parallel because they live in a basement. They live yeah, in a yeah. sub-basement. Which is actually and who's quite, the parasite? But, but they live in a sub-basement, but that's apparently that's quite a common thing. So, but it's a yeah, modern, yeah. like the sub-basement apartment, but there's I another fact. Yeah, I think it's just the overpopulation of the city, isn't it? There's yeah. just like, it's just extra room, I guess. Yeah. But so uh, when Mr. Parks comes into his house, the lights automatically come on and he just assumes yeah, you just go that they come on. But actually cool. they're being turned on by this bloke downstairs it's don't want keep go and watch back I, I, if you're if you're still listening at this point you're you're a masochist i think and you haven't, <laughs> you're you an haven't idiot. seen it <laughs> it's, an idiot. it's funny that you talk about um having different uh like the, the film being three different movements but the movements are actually genres and then the last one being uh, a horror genre because actually yeah, like well, there's there's parts of it throughout the film that are kind of reminiscent of the horror movie. Um, and like when when they're all sat in, um, when the Park family go off to, uh, oh. to, to, the, to the campsite <laughs> yeah. and all of like, they're having a really good time chilling in the living room. And then suddenly the doorbell rings and they're like, yeah. who is that? That's a horror trope. And then when you're talk- when um, Mrs. Park is uh, talking about the, the kids, the birthday party. Mm. Mm. And I mean, Honestly, I yeah, don't yeah. I don't know whether I found this funny or whether I found it horrifying. But essentially, um on one of the birthdays, this this young boy goes down to sneak a bit of um a bit of his birthday cake late at night. And uh he he's sitting on the floor in front of this fridge, and then uh, across from the kitchen they have uh, a set of stairs leading down to um I guess kind of like a larder. Like yeah. yeah. Um 
just like an extra stock unit for their kitchen. And in this very, very dark uh, archway, you see this this bald head and a set of like beady eyes just pop up above the stairs and nothing else is happening like there's no sound you just see that and then it cuts to mrs park like screaming and oh my god i could not get that image out of my head for a good few days after watching that movie and it's foreshadowed isn't it by him drawing That it's yeah. the, the kids yeah. drawing that over and over again. Yes, and it's a joke. The other, uh, the, the other thing I yes. I noticed <laughs> this morning was that there are so many ways this story could go, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because they set up that like he like he's supposed to meet his his college friend Min. They're supposed to meet outside. Yeah, and he goes into the the kitchen. Just you know, despite saying, and so he meets his parents for yeah. the first time, which he wouldn't have done if they'd met outside, right? Because he has to bring him the rock. And I was that occurred to me that I remember in, when I first saw this, I was convinced that he was going to come back, right? Yes, yeah. mm. and that because it's setting that like in any other movie that you set up that you, hey, he's met his parents, and so when he takes over the tutorship, he's going to be like. I know these guys, they're his, pa- you know, so it's yeah. not going to go wrong, but it doesn't do that. Uh, you you think there are, there are other things you think, well, it's going to go that way. The, the, the parks are going to come home when they're messing about in the room getting drunk, which is so stressful. Yeah. Oh, why are you making, oh, why are you God. breaking glass? And you're, don't make that mess for yourself. What are you doing? <laughs> and you, you are convinced that the Park family, you know something's going to yeah. go wrong, but you think the Park's family are going to come back. And that's not what happens. The other people go. And then... And then you think there's a whole, there's a thing where she says when they hire the housekeeper, they say, can you get your, can you uh, give us the deeds to your house? And so are they going to legally like usurp them and swap places? Like, is that going to be a thing? And they're setting up all of these things. And it's not sloppy storytelling, but it's, what it means is that when it's, you just cannot put your finger on what this film is. It just oh, yeah, keeps it's, it's shifting very under your feet. It's to make you and think what's going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. It's going with, it could be this, it could be that. And the, the, it just, it never occurs to you. And then just everything opens up and the, the film just changes completely. Yeah. Mm. Which is, I think, I can't remember the exact timing, but it's the midpoint of the film, that twist. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, exactly. yeah. If you yeah. look at the act structure of this film, so we're saying it's got three chunks, three acts, but there's a twist in the middle of each act. So the first, it starts with them, with the family are poor. The twist is they all start getting, they all start invading this house. Um, and then the twist in the middle is obviously the massive twist of the film. And then there's that final little act where they think they're getting away with it. And then there's that other twist when the guy breaks out and starts um, yeah. attacking such a well-structured film mm. and and t- right up to the end when when uh the son is going down to kill the guy from downstairs and then yeah. you he he gets spoiler all of the you know what you, yeah it's all it's all spoilers. all spoilers <laughs> the whole thing um uh he beth dies uh he gets <laughs> he, he he goes down he gets bopped around the head by the by the guy from downstairs and then the daughter, his girlfriend, comes down, and like yeah. so, all of these. It's like like I was saying, it's a fuss, right? All of these people yeah. going into rooms, coming out of rooms, just at the wrong time. Also, there's this kind of river of kind of like 
we're so sympathetic towards the the Kims. Yeah. But like they well, firstly they're doing horrible things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ruining these people's yeah. lives. No one but is innocent he, in this movie. He says so Min, Min who is too old for the woman he's he's oh, yeah. tutoring. <laughs> and also he's tutoring her, so he shouldn't be with he's like yeah. I don't want anyone until she's Yeah, exactly. I don't want anyone else touching I don't want anyone else getting with her because I want to get with her. Mm. So I'll trust you. So that's already he shouldn't be doing that. Fine. Well that's also that's such a patronizing thing to say to his poorer friend. Yeah, exactly. The college people might get off with her, but like a poor person isn't going to. And then the first thing that he does This is (laughs) Kiwoo. It's it's yeah, exactly. And you kind of go it's just all sort of levels of 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 nastiness in these people. Yeah. And yet it, you never, you kind of, what's brilliant about it is that you're just about, he lets you lose when there, there's that scene. It's been quick, getting quicker and quicker and quicker. This It's like a ball rolling down a hill. It's getting faster and faster and faster, quicker cuts, more dynamic scenes. And then the Park family go. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. They go. <laughs> someone's someone's just uh, brushing peach fuzz <laughs> into the back of my neck. Um, Speaking allergic. of peaches, uh, oh, that's probably the most violent <laughs> thing Timmy, they Timmy. do. What are you doing? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's horrific. That woman could die. That yeah. woman mm-hmm. could die. Yeah. Um, but but they you, just don't and you're care. you still because you meet them in their home and you see how poor they are, but also they're just funny and they're nice. Guys. Yeah, that's yeah, another thing. Yeah. They are hilarious. And then you get to the point where the film's getting quicker and quicker and quicker, and then it just slows down. The parks leave, they pig out in the living room, which is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. And it's and the film stops. And it's not been this slow. It's just it just goes, no, no, nothing. And you know something's gonna happen. Yeah. It's not gonna change. And you and they're horrible. He's reading her diary. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? It's just and 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 she's eating the dog food and well, isn't it? And, it's it's, it's the it, the moment that they get a taste of exactly the life of the level above them. them. Yeah, they fall into decadence, and, don't they? And, God, but yeah. you're exa- exactly, and you're you're just about to lose your connection with them, and then immediately it all goes wrong for them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then so you're still, but they're still doing horrible things. Like they're they're just full on leaving her for dead down the stairs in the basement. But their house floods. Yeah. And so, and you have that beautiful series of shots as they walk. They just, it's just down. Yeah. It's just down. It just shows, it's just a beautiful visual metaphor for their situation. They're just going down. They This big rich yeah. house, and they're just going down and down yeah. and down and down. Into like hell. Speak- Again, another film where they're just descending into hell. That, and suddenly yeah. you're back with them. You're back with them for the final act. And that's so clever. There's, again, another three, another three. You're with them, you're not. Yeah. You, you are again. It's just mm. genius. That shot of them descending down the staircase is um, CGI. Wow. Oh, wow. So wow. the CGI in this film... See, Mark Scorsese, that's how you do it. Is he, okay? That's is, how you do it. Do, can you, I mean, I, 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 I've talked I about this with Alex. You. So the, the exterior of the house is all CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, well, so the, shot, uh, well, the shot where they're in the back garden, the, the glass windows are real. Mm-hmm. But the garden is extended by CGI. The house is extended by CGI. The interior of the house is is separate is separate sets, Gosh. so it isn't a real house. It's separate separate levels of set. But the exterior of the house is completely CGI. That's, so when that's blew my mind, <laughs> it's on like a dirt road somewhere, and there's like a staircase for them going in. But yeah, and also it's so many set. Ex- so their street as well is a, is digitally extended, so it's not as long. 
but they built but that set is real the bit of their house and it was built specifically to be flooded completely right but but it's so subtle i think the only bit that breaks it is the little bit on the phone at the end but yeah but it's it's so cleverly used and again that bit where they go down and that yeah that's all that's all extended yeah speaking of the staircases it's it's so it's so interesting how they've used stairs as like the symbol of of kind of power and class as well i think that's like that's so incredible and i don't know whether you guys have seen this but when it when the movie came out i saw um i saw lots of um alternative posters for the film Mm. And mm. I, I'm not sure whether they were fan made or not, or whether they were like you know a, a sort of official release posters. Uh, one of them being uh, a, a set of stairs, so one leading up, and then directly underneath it, so like as as if the stairs are you know on a diagonal. Um, I'm, yeah. tra- I'm trying to show this with my arms right now, and I realise no one can see me. Um, <laughs> so you've got a set of stairs. two parallel lines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So two parallel diagonal lines. Um, and oh, yeah. on the stairs, sort of like the natural stairs, if if you will, you've got the Park family. Yeah. And then on the stairs, like kind of underneath, you've got the Kim family hanging oh. upside down oh, as, if, as, if, as if they're walking. Fantastic. And yeah. then another another poster they had was with the rock. Yeah. You know, like the uh, symbolic I didn't know he rock. Was in this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they they basically got all the characters sort of sat on this rock. The, the, the scholar, tutor Kim, rock. Kim yeah. gives yeah, or, a, or or the philosopher's stone, as it could also yeah. be called. Mm. And I think I think that's really interesting. This film is full of symbolism, and you're you're almost it's like so led to believe that at the yeah. beginning, this this rock that he gives him is going to be very symbolic at some point in this movie. Even even the kid says. Oh yeah, this is this is so this is so symbolic. When he when he's holding it up, he's like, yeah. "Oh my god, this this is so metaphorical." He he physically says that line or something, yeah. or something along those lines. Anyway, he says it like a whole bunch of times as well, doesn't yeah. he? He keeps saying it through the film, and and it is symbolic, but not in the way that we think. It it ends up being a very like uh, a very important part of the film. Um, because it, it represents money, wealth, uh, and they think it's going to be like a sort of a symbol of hope for the family to, to bring uh, wealth into their lives. And then it ultimately ends up being the thing that gets him injured. You yeah, know, he gets it, hit on the back of the head with that rock. And then at the end of it, he chucks it in the river and it's just another rock. It was never, yeah, it was yeah. never a piece that was going to save their lives or anything. And I just, oh god, it's so clever. Yeah, and and that like we were talking about Joker, and we didn't really touch upon is it in his head? Is it not in his head? Because there is an argument that it's all, and it ends with him in the, the asylum, all of that stuff. This film that, and again, you could you could read it that he never wakes up, and that the, all of the end is a dream sequence. So I don't think that <laughs> that's a good way to read it. But you could. Uh, he wakes up also. <laughs> parallels the Joker. He's had a head injury, and now he can't stop laughing. I mean. God, uh, yeah. This is a better Joker film than Joker. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if the last scene was him? I've got a plan, and he puts on his makeup. <laughs> and, and well, he does have he a plan at the end of the film. Doesn't well, he, he? Does, but that's what I mean. That's what I mean. But he, but that's another thing that runs through it, right? All the plans. Hmm. He says he's got a plan. Everyone's. He keeps the dad keeps talking about a plan. And then in the middle, he says the thing about the only plan that works is no plan. 
Yeah. Well, it's, well, it starts over at, the, at the beginning when both the kids, um, Ki-woo and Ki-young are making, like, she's kind of like on the computer making these fake certificates. And yeah. In this, mm-hmm. And Ki-woo's making this, um, making this script to give to it. It's, it, it when it becomes like a, heist film sort of yeah, yeah. Well, con, con, well, there's oh, yeah. even a bit where where the, their mum says oh she'd have been a great con, con yeah. woman and you're going she, uh, <laughs> she, she is, that's what she, she is. <laughs> she's there with the cigarette hanging out her mouth isn't she? yeah, exactly. oh, she is so, she's so, cool. so good she's oh. so good in this oh. film as well her name oh park so damn yeah is park her name. so damn but again so where are noms for any of these I was, right i was I gonna mean, say you know. i think i think park so damn and Kang So Kang, Kang Ho Song, Kang I think Ho his Song. name. Yeah, I think those two were the absolute powerhouse performances. Yeah, yeah. In this oh, but film. also, like, wow. The 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 mother, what's she called? Uh, uh, Jang Park, Mrs. Park. Yeah, she's she's oh, no. amazing as well. Oh no, that's um, Joe Yo Young. I've got the names in front of me and trying to pronounce right. them. Yeah, but yeah, the mother. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. So Park. You, yeah, she's, she's oh, she's brilliant. She's fantastic. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, uh, what I was gonna say is. The end. The end of this film. He wakes up. You can't stop laughing. And you have this whole thing. He's he's ten. You and I. All the stuff about his dad now living in the under basement. That's just beautiful, right? Mm. That's just mm. fantastic. And um, and he's. Well, it's not. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> that, that's the bit that disturbs and, me the most. Yeah, absolutely. But then he's he has a plan, and he's relaying yeah. this plan to his dad. And 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 Bong Joon Ho cuts to that working out, and for a minute you go. <gasps> it's happened and then right at the end he just yanks it away yeah. from him yeah. and goes it's never never gonna happen and never apparently that it they did a calculation and it was something like to for him even if he got just an, if he got a normal job it would take him something like 500 odd more than 500 years God. to get that money and actually the original title let me actually properly look this up but this original title was called something like 500 was whatever the number was 530 wow. or whatever it was um that would be is, like the kind of Francis Ha thing of yeah, the, exactly. the t- a title that makes sense at the end. Yeah, exactly. But Parasite, I mean, what a, t- what a oh, title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just fantastic. Just fantastic. Yeah, no, uh, another thing that I, I really thought was so clever about this film was um, was the rain. How for the, uh, the Kim family, the rain yeah. obviously symbolises them having to move out of their house yeah, yeah. and and they and they stink because it's it's uh uh it's it's not it's not rain it's sewage water it's, yeah it's, mm. it's, it's blood. Sewage. yeah it's, oh that it's, bit where she's on the toilet and it's yeah, coming yes. out breaking. it's like it's the destruction of their lives and they have to completely uproot and go somewhere else and then you you're cut into the scene where they're getting ready for this party and the family are like oh my gosh the rain was such a blessing because yeah. look yeah. at it. Yeah. Look, it's cleared up our day. Well, now we've got time for a party. And then the whole <sighs> time you've got Mr. Kim sat in the front smelling because his clothes stink of sewers. And yet yeah. she is sat in the back with her rin- window rolled down, her you know, fingers over her nose because she thinks it smells. Yet she's got her feet up on the seat. Um. And and like, you know, her feet feet without shoes on tarantino would have loved it yeah um <laughs> maybe it's an homage a lot of feet this year aren't yeah, loads Crazy. It. it's the year of the feet um <laughs> and i just i just think oh it's so so clever just the it's tiny levels things, again isn't it yeah the tiny things of, that you don't yeah. notice god yeah. yeah it's yeah it's just so good it's so good mm. it, it i was really kind of reluctant to watch this it, I was kind of putting it off when we were watching through these films because 
I saw it. I, I was lucky enough to get to see it twice when it was in the cinema because I just wanted to. Mm. It's one of those films you want to see again. Oh god, and, I could watch this film on a loop. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. I mean, totally, totally. Well, we, didn't we, I, we? did it back to we did me and Alex because Alex had already seen it and he got me to watch it. We I, watched I saw the, it. We, we saw it the day after I'd seen it, hadn't we? Yeah. So my, we my... The Lighthouse and then this. Oh, oh my God, oh, that's an intense okay. couple so of days. This, <laughs> so, this was, so this was my week, wow. right? My week, I had a card at the time, to be fair. Cinema card. Uh, so I went to see Parasite. And then the next day, I went to see A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood in the afternoon. And then The Lighthouse in the evening. You could and I not have had... The beautiful day in the yeah. You could not have had more of <laughs> a roller coaster night. journey, could yeah. you? <laughs> oh, no. Maybe A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood was... So it was Parasite, Lighthouse. A beautiful day in the neighborhood in the afternoon, and then <laughs> parasite again in the evening. And it, I was somewhere else after that week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't blame you. I mean, the lighthouse but, was a trip, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what, that still, film is stuck with me so much that it, I, yeah. it, I think yeah. it's affected me on a cellular level. Oh I, god, we went, it's we went to see that film, and yeah. I had never seen Jonah so affected by any media <laughs> oh my gosh. at all. It didn't do it as much for me. Well, not but, as in, I don't know what it was. It wasn't... Like, well, no, no, and it wasn't like, like oh, I liked this film. It was just... Yeah, not exactly. like freaked me out. I don't know your, what it was. Your experience was the same. I had the same experience that day, but for the trailer of St. Maud, which yeah. played before <laughs> before the lighthouse. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> um, which, Again, if you haven't seen, is just harrowing. a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah no, I film I rem- oh, that's sorry, another I, one with, i know we're not yeah. talking about the lighthouse really but like i remember let's throw it in i, remember, I think it's amazing yeah i remember that's another snub i watched another snub. i watched it um like not in the cinema i just watched it like when when i could online and um i thought i was going to lose the effect from not watching it sort of in a cinematic uh experience but i was i was so so nervous the whole time oh, i was yeah. so i was oh, yeah, i was actually on the edge of like anxiety attack i, I felt it's... so uncomfortable the entire oh. time and i can't even explain why because ultimately there is nothing that really goes on in that like i mean <laughs> yeah. i mean I, I just, like I, I say that there, there is a lot going on but <laughs> and robert pattinson but... kills a bird seagull <laughs> But there's not a lot going on to make you feel that much on edge. Because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, it's not a horror movie that relies on kind of your, your like average horror movie tropes and the, and it, the jump it, scares and stuff. It just plays with yeah, the tension. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh my God. The, and the it music, beautiful. the score. It's a very wow. good score. I made yeah. my dad watch God. that film. Which was probably a mistake, but just because of the composition of yeah. every oh, single shot in it. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, yeah, what I was saying about Parasite is I, I was really reluctant to watch it again, which is weird because I it, I knew I loved it, but I kind of had this, I was like, what if it's just fine? You know, because I'd had so many mm. months away from it. And like it had watching been, it for the I, second time, it kind of ruins it for you because you think, oh, actually, well, no, yeah, it's not that good. Because I, I watched it twice in the cinema and loved it both times, you know, and mm. I thought it was great. But it was like I'd had I'd hyped myself up for it, so I was like I was like it can't be that good, right? And then we put it on, and it just is effortless. It's so I think this is why it's such an easy one for people to watch if they're not into foreign language films, right? Because mm. films are not in the English language because it's so watchable. It's just it just glides. It's yeah. so quick. It's so pacey. There's no like bits where Leo DiCaprio can't get his lines in a cowboy <laughs> tavern for ages. 
it's kind of saloon, not a tavern. Cowboy <laughs> tavern. <laughs> saloon is what I mean. Um, <laughs> do you want to go and have a drink in the old cowboy tavern over there? Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. Door's a bit weird. Anyway, um, and yeah, and you just watch it and it just washes over you. It's just so, it's so much fun. And you're right, I could watch it again and again and again and again. Like Boyhood, I could just watch yeah. it on a loop. Yeah. I could just watch it on a loop. I think the... Uh... The thing with it being a foreign language film and and that having people uh, be put off by it, I think that you could watch this movie without subtitles and not understand exactly what they're saying, but understand exactly what's going on. And yeah, totally. And yes, I think you do need the subtitles to understand, like you know, the intricacies of the scene and everything. But ultimately, I don't, I don't think that that's essential. And if that's something that's holding you back, is that you're going to have to, you know, read like an inch worth of subtitles? Then, yeah, oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really think cinema is for you. <laughs> well, another film that I just oh, quickly, yeah, throw which in. I should have put on my list and I didn't because yeah. I didn't realise it was eligible because it's a crime. It wasn't nominated for best front like, yeah. oh, even best, oh, pro, I, best picture. I think you. Yeah. I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, Portrait <laughs> of a Lady on Fire. What good, a film! Good God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh wow. my God. It was so, so powerful. Yeah. God. Mm. I, Just one yeah. of the best I, films I, I've ever seen. I don't seen. have many That's words. A snub. Just, That's better mm. than The Irishman. That oh, is a far, far. And that wasn't yeah. even nominated for best foreign language well, film. No. Like that, that's like because, because I don't, every I don't country think is, is only a... allowed... One. I don't think it right? was nominated for it was, for anything, it, was it? For Oscars? No, well, it no. Wasn't. Well, what was, because, explain the reason, Alex. Because so France, so <laughs> it's so stupid. But as you know, every country that's not England or America, every country that's not a predominantly English-speaking nation, only makes one good film a year. Uh, I don't know if you know that, but but that is what the Oscars suggest. Because you're allowed every country submit if the foreign language film category works by every country submits one film. A bit like the Eurovision Song Contest. They have to decide which film they're going to submit. And uh, France put up three films for consideration, uh, one of which I would not know the title of without looking it up. But the other one was Portrait of Lady on Fire and uh, Les Miserables, not that one. And uh, Les Miserables got through. And I, I, look, I didn't love Les Miserables, not that one. It's not a musical. It's not got anything to do with the Victor Hugo novel. Well, it does, novel. Well, it does but it, it's not an adaptation of the Victor Hugo yeah. novel. It's 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 about so a big part of the Victor Hugo novel is about this certain section of Paris, and it, and it's about the poor in Paris, right? Fantine comes from this part in Paris, and she's poor, and so this film is about the poor in Paris in that part of Paris today. So it's called Les Misérables. I right? see. Okay. And it's fine. It's good. Uh, to be honest, I think it's better than I thought it was. It just wasn't really for me. And I found it a bit, unc- it was, it's quite a stress. It's not a nice film. Mm. You're basically, well, it's not a nice film to watch. It, you're watching police be horrible to poor people for like a, an hour and a half. We've got enough of that with the news. Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> and and it, and it does really interesting things. And then Mark Kermode called it, <laughs> it becomes, he said it becomes a kind of, uh, social inversion of the raid at the end, <laughs> which is, you know, which kind of makes you want to watch the film. But I understand why they picked it over Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Although I think Portrait on, on a Lady on Fire is a substantially better film and it's possibly one of the best films I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just genius, should mm. be on here, you know. Um, but Les Mis is about modern 
Parrot. It's about mm. France now. It's a really powerful, brave. It's inspired by an event that actually happened, which is horrific when you read that after watching the film. Um, and it's properly vibrant in a way, and it kind of feels like it's on the on the minute issue wise. It's like, look, this is us. This is us now. This is, and so I so understand why a jury would pick film. that. Yeah, yeah. It, Whereas, it fits to the like. Time. Which is exactly, what whereas Parasite Portrait of Lonely on Fire is sort of out of time, you know? Yeah, well, exactly. yeah, yeah. Parasite is the same. It's it's very much, it feels like France's answer to Parasite in many ways. Yeah. Mm, um, okay. It's a kind of less, it's less fun than Par Parasite. <laughs> is watchable, like we said, and yeah. Les Mis is kind of a bit, in it's intense. It's not, it's worth watching, but it's not, it's not Portrait of Lonely on Fire, which is, even though it's brilliant, it's a bit out of time. It's saying really modern current things about mm. women and Art like artistry and, and well, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. but but women's place in society i think even even women's more place in art than sexuality well. in art yeah exactly mm. in culture but i think it doesn't front load that do you know what i mean you have to look for like it yeah. doesn't say hello yeah. issues which yeah. is what makes it so good <laughs> but yeah. um but sadly so, a lot of people feel yeah. people enjoy things when it's on the nose i think rather than well, yeah. well i think it's easier for, for a if you were if you were france <laughs> Hello, I'm France. <laughs> you were France, and you wanted the Oscars to go. Oh, that that's an issue film. You wouldn't oh, pick yeah, Portrait yeah, Ready on Fire. Absolutely, um, absolutely. It's it's but, much easier for them to pick something that's a bit more. Um, uh, yeah, this that's more on the nose with their meaning in case it gets kind of misconstrued. Yeah, I guess. Ex like, exactly. For and the, it's, for and the it's average a very viewer. Well made, powerful, important film. It's mm. just it just didn't press the buttons. Portrait of Lady on Fire did. And it's just mm. beautiful. And it's like yeah. not a film you've seen a lot of times either. It's like it's a perspective a... that feels really fresh yeah. and a topic that feels really fresh done in a really interesting way. And and I'm in a way, for the for the purposes of this, <laughs> thank heavens it wasn't nominated yeah. for Best Picture because we would have a big old argument. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> because, but, but, but Parasite is just... Yeah. The best film. It's the best picture this of the of this of these nine. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and, and so, should we do our section, which might be shorter than normal? Well, <laughs> very. Should we pretend? Yeah, the Parasite in 1917 <laughs> didn't come out this year because I think second place. It's 1917, isn't it? Um, I don't know. For for me, I think yes. Yeah, I I think so. I would be tempted with Little Women. Yeah, that would be third for oh, me. Very closely okay. behind 1917. I think I might be, that might just, because it. I think it probably presses more buttons for me personally. So I think probably, I, I think on paper, I think 1917 is probably better. But Actually, I would say Parasite first, then Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> then 1917, Little Women. Um, no, we'll take Uncut Gems out, even though... Oh, it's very in which case, I put a portrait of a lady in fire just on oh, the Well, yeah, okay, yeah. portrait of a lady in fire. If then we're then including snubs... Should we say that our yeah. answer yeah. <laughs> is not a parasite, it's portrait of a lady <laughs> on fire? Yeah, <laughs> just break the system entirely. Um, well, I think uh, well, I think that's it's a good example of why the awards are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, it, it makes uh, so much yeah. sense as to why people really discredit the uh, the Academy Awards ceremonies and and yeah, why they all think it's like this is just a bunch of bollocks like I I, yeah. I, I totally yeah. see why people are so against award ceremonies um and I, well, I hope we that, are as well despite doing this podcast <laughs> we're doing it ironically <laughs> well we're doing well we're, what we're what we're saying is they get it wrong a lot right yeah that's what yeah, we're saying for sure 
But this year... (laughs) (laughs) This year is the exception. Damn it. Such an important win as well. It's so good that it won. uh, Because you're right. We said this right at the beginning. Otherwise, apart from Mm. this category, it was a pretty dull list to nominate. You know, Mm. it's pretty kind of, yeah. For all the other categories, you could go, yep, that one, that one that one the fact that parasite won best original screenplay as well yeah that's an unprecedented that's amazing that's fantastic mm-hmm. and it's and he won just best director, best director right? yeah. Yeah. and and watching bong joon ho on the night oh, <laughs> oh my god because after his first one he goes right well i didn't know this was gonna happen i guess i'll be drinking for the rest of the <laughs> <Yeah>. night because <laughs> i'm not gonna get another one and then he gets two more and he uh, just puts them together like they're like barbie and ken and yeah, makes yeah. them kiss <laughs> Just and there's that, that great kind of image of him just staring gobsmacked yeah. at his Oscar. Like, I can't believe this. Oh. And then when he won Best Director, he stood up and said, I'd like to just read a quote from one of my heroes. And it was a quote from Martin Scorsese. And he yes. said, thank you, Martin Scorsese. And everyone applauded Martin Scorsese. And Martin Scorsese was like, yeah, I'm Martin Scorsese, fuckers. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's just oh, it's just so good. So good. So good. Bong Joon-ho is a what a man. Oh my what goodness. a man. His mm-hmm. other films, I, I, I hate to admit, but I've only seen Parasite and Snowpiercer. Um, I haven't even seen Oakja, which is on Netflix. Uh, and oh, has Tilda yeah. I completely forgot that Oakja was, was him as well. I, I, I did see that when that came out and yeah. It was it was pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, yeah but but I I would I desperately want to watch uh, his other ones, his other sort of Korean language ones, uh, films like Mother, not not, not them, one. yeah, not the Darren, not not Mother with an exclamation mark. Mother, um, uh, one about a dog. Hang on, let me get his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm I'm just listing filmographies which I've been very rude about in the past. Um, uh, oh my word. Hang on. Here's a fun thing. Just while we're talking about Bong Joon-ho, in 2012, I'm reading off his Wikipedia. His, his, uh, so Sight and Sound do a film polls of, yeah. of, of best films of all time, right? Yeah. Top 10. They ask directors and then they put them all together. And in 2012, bon, Bong Joon-ho was part of it. And would you like to hear his 10? Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Uh, in al- this is in alphabetical order, okay? These films have had the biggest impact on my own personal view of cinema. That's Bong. It's not me. It's Bong Joon-ho. Uh, a City of Sadness, which is a Taiwan Taiwanese film, 1989. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just write these all down. Yes. Okay. General, write it down and then uh, plaster it all about, about so we can know. Uh, Cure, which is a Japanese film. I've heard of uh, that one. That's in good. 1997. <laughs> yes. You've heard of that one. Good. Great. You'll have heard of this one. I've seen this one. Fargo. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Uh, the Housemaid, which is a South Korean film. Um, uh, it's been described in koreanfilm.org as a consensus pick as one of the top three Korean films of all time. Wow. Okay. Uh, oh, what a film. Psycho. Oh, oh yeah. Beautiful uh, film. What a, what a <laughs> film. Raging Bull. Oh, yeah. You okay. see, he likes films in black and white, even yeah. though they don't have to be in black and white. See? Yeah. You see? And yeah. then he put Parasite in black and white because Psycho wasn't, didn't, didn't need, need to be. be black and white. No. Touch of Evil, which is directed by Orson Welles. It's a noir. Ooh. Orson Welles. With Charlton Heston think- and Janet Leigh, who's also in, oh, what a title, J- Japanese film, Vengeance is Mine. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Uh, I love that. It's a very good film. Uh, 1953 French film called The Wages of Fear. Well, it's quite a famous oh, film. Sounds like a 70s Doctor Who episode. And kudos. <laughs> the Sunmaker's alternate title. <laughs> the Wages of Fear. Um, that was a very yes. good niche Doctor Who joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you want to do it again? <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, and uh, I love this film, very modern, Zodiac. Oh, uh, by I David Fincher, that. which oh. is a must. So good. Oh, I mean, it's, David oh. Fincher. I, I could. I love David Fincher. I, I think could just of, go on yeah. and on about him all day. Oh, and do you know every what, day. Um, I, I'm I, wanting to do some bonus episodes on here. We'll do some little features on directors. Oh do you want to come on and do a oh David Fincher God. episode? Yeah. That, that would make my day, honestly. Okay. That you, that's would be got your name on it. We'll do yes. it very soon because <laughs> I feel an urge to watch every David oh, Fincher yeah. film. Absolutely brilliant. Um, similar use of C- of CGI to just like extend things and yeah. Just, well, yeah. and also very. D- it's kind of different, isn't it? Because mm. I actually think Bong Joon Ho's well, especially in Parasite, his camera work is quite intimate. Mm. It's quite clinical as well in places. But David Fincher is all about the passive observer. But Parasite's all about what you're looking at and mm. when. And there is there are elements of that when it's the big wide shots in the house where it's very it's like you're just observing you're not there with it yeah you're, big God's eye I can see all, all of those ones that I have seen <laughs> I can see the the kind of yeah. what, the inspiration what she's getting me, from them yeah. yeah yeah Psycho and and Fargo even the kind of kooky humor the kind of they're real people in horrible situations but they're kind of talking weirdly and they're kind of kooky and yeah. like. Kind it's of, it's a really weird sense of humour in a really great way. It's a great example of, you know, that thing of artists, great, uh, you know, good artists um, borrow, great artists steal. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. that kind of that kind of thing of, oh, well, everyone's inspired by stuff, but, but taking it and... And re- making and, it your own. Uh, yeah, and reimagining it and combining it. I think it's a great example. Yeah. Looking at that list, it's back a great to, example. Back to Todd Phillips and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Martin Scorsese here. Um, well, that's just borrowing, though, isn't it? Possibly. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, great musicians, uh, great, great artists borrow. Yeah, good artists borrow, great artists steal. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. And it's yeah. What, I mean, what if it's Parasite? The answer is Parasite. Yeah, right? we're going yeah, with Parasite. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we would choose Parasite. Does anyone want to open the envelope <laughs> and tell us what actually won? I honestly can't. I can't think. I can't remember. So long ago. Yeah. Um, who wants to give it a read? Av, should we let you? As, as oh, okay, right, right, right. I'm going to need a drum okay. roll, you know? Honestly, uh, please, can you I'll, just say... I'll uh, fling one in. Say, for, if it's Ford v Ferrari, I'm going to be... <laughs> and the winner of Best Picture is... Parasite! What? <laughs> oh, my God. crazy. Blow my mind. Oh, my word. Kiss my statues. Would never have thought it. Who'd have thunk it? Do you know wow. what? They got it right. Yeah. They yeah. got it right. Damn it. Wow. It's really annoying. Yeah, this show it really doesn't work, work does it? Get it right. <laughs> sorry, I, I realise I've picked a year where yeah. they actually did get it right. So, sorry, oh, yeah, my it's bad. very upsetting. <laughs> well, we'll have to get you back on uh, with a year yeah. where they got it profoundly wrong. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, we'll do some David Fincher stuff with you, I promise. Oh, uh, excellent. I'm so looking forward to that. If this Oscar was... has to do his Lord of the Rings special, then yeah. <laughs> I get to do David Fincher with A Lord of the Rings special, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, this was such, I think this was such, actually such a good year to do, because I think if it wasn't for this year being such a good year in film, we probably wouldn't be doing this as well. Mm. Yeah, th- this was the first year where I kind of really paid attention and had seen enough of the films to kind of, get, you know, have an opinion as well. Yeah. And I, I think you're totally right. It's, this is, I think we were expecting to maybe not do it for a while because it kind of didn't occur to us that anyone would want to do it really. Uh, but it, as soon as I read that this is the one you wanted to do, I was kind of really pleased because 
They're great films. And I mean, yeah. we, we get mm. we get to finish the set. We hadn't seen a couple of them and now we've seen all of them and that's good, even though one of them was The Irishman. Um, three hours and, of my life, I'll never get back. <laughs> three and a half hours. Three and a half, yeah. <laughs> the half, re- you really do feel that. It's a really important half <laughs> Yeah, hour. I mean, by the end. Oh my, oh God. <laughs> Uh, anyway, go watch Parasite again yeah. if you've seen it already. Don't watch The Irishman. Unless watch you Portrait of a Lady on Fire instead. Watch, yes. yeah, watch Portrait of a Lady. Watch Knives Out. Watch Uncut Baby Uncut Teeth. Gems. Yeah. <laughs> watch yeah. Uncut Gems. Jonah, watch Uncut oh, Gems. Oh, okay, I'll do it. Go I away just, now. I didn't. I, the, the time that you were watching it, I was. I did not need films to help give me a panic attack. <laughs> that was not where I was at. Yeah, that's you need to be that's purely of sound yeah. mind before you watch Although, that movie. That's not the reason you said. The reason you said was that you, you said, oh, yeah. Adam Sandler, don't want to watch an Adam Sandler film, which is exactly why the Oscars yeah, didn't no, give I him an Adam Sandler. I think yeah. you saying that has proved me wrong. So if I, yeah. But yeah, When I, I, I am at, in sound mind, I will watch that film. <laughs> The thing is, I think even though it's a horrific film to watch, it's also really fun to watch. Wouldn't yeah. you say? It is, it's kind yeah. of it's a roller coaster. It's like a roller coaster. You you don't go to a roller coaster because you want to be comfortable. You go because you want the rush. Yeah. And yeah, it is a and total there's a Billy Joel song in it. Crash. Like you, there, there's you... a there's a Billy Joel song in the middle, as if I wasn't already <laughs> yeah. on board enough. Um You've just been completely won yeah. over. You sure that's not the one you wanted to win, Alex? Well, I kind of, I kind, I, I think if if it was any year that Parasite wasn't there, yeah. it would have been Uncut Gems. It's just Parasite kind of. That's, that's fair. By default, it's just, it's just, it's like it's, it feels watching Parasite is like watching one of those films that's. It's like watching Citizen Kane. It's like one watching one of those films that's always been around. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's like mm. this could never have not. Have, imagine living in a world where this film wasn't made. Yeah. Like, and I know yeah. that sounds a bit hyperbolic, but it's the film that our generation is going to quote. As inspired. Yes. It, oh, I think. yes. It's yeah, yeah. one of the closest films to perfect I've ever seen. I, and I mean that. Mm. It's, just, it's just, it's like clock, clockwork. It's like yeah. a Swedish clock. It's Swedish clock, like a Swiss clock. Like a, Swiss, like a Korean <laughs> it's clock. Like a, like a Korean <laughs> clock. And, and you're right, it's one of the, the films our generation will cite, and it's not in the English language. Yeah. How amazing God, is that? yeah. How amazing is that? And how many people have gone on to watch loads of films in foreign languages because of this film it has, you know, it has I, I, opened I, everybody's eyes to the wonder of foreign cinema like I, yeah, I, exactly. I remember when this was nominated there was so much buzz of it on on twitter like and I'm, i i follow a lot of um like film twitter accounts and uh, we're on twitter loads, <laughs> cheeky little plug there yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I, to the I, people I, already listening i totally did that segue just for you guys <laughs> Thank you, you know um and i remember like when it came out and everyone was so impressed by parasite they were like great that's really great that that's been your introduction. Now here's a load of other films you should watch in a foreign yeah. language. And it's just, it's yeah. brilliant that it's created almost that kind of community. Yeah, yeah, yeah fantastic. Well, it, on all it takes, we were talking with Jack, weren't we? Jack yeah, hadn't he seen did. Parasite and he's he, he wasn't kind of, I don't think he was avoiding it because it had subtitles, but it kind of wasn't on the top of his list because mm. he wasn't familiar with subtitled films particularly. And one of the films he had to watch for us was Zed, which we were saying was the first one nominated yeah. in a foreign language. Yeah. And he enjoyed Zed so much that he went, oh, I'll watch Parasite. Yeah. Uh, which is great. And and to be honest, I think he enjoyed it more than we did. Which is a good I film. But it was, quite enjoyed Zed. It drags in the middle. I, yeah. I was I was falling asleep a little bit. Yeah. It, it takes quite a while to get exciting. And there's a very annoying camera. We've done we've yeah. done that. We've done that. But also um Dark that came out this year on Netflix. Um I don't know if you've you've seen it. Oh first, I started watching it but I got way too scared. <laughs> yeah the first the first two series are amazing. The third series 
I have problems with, but that might be personal. But again, it's a, you know, a German series, um, but it's blown up. I think. I think. I, you know, it, it does show. I think uh, we're kind of. I think, as I was saying, with our country and its problems with with language, I think we're starting to maybe get over ourselves a little bit, yeah. which is amazing. Well, we've not been the center of the world for so long. Yeah. Right. Mm. We've not been. We've we we've not had an empire for like no one can remember no. when we did right, <laughs> right? so <laughs> i think it's hard, it's easier to kind of let go of some yeah. of that colonial rubbish mm. that well, is kind of that, hanging about in our country well, yeah not as easy as, yeah yeah, yeah this is it's true. funny actually like talking about language and then relating it back to um like parasite and, and class and everything it's funny how there seems to be some kind of um uh like I, I don't think it's. I think it's a far less prevalent thing with sort of our generation. But I think it's quite a, an older person generation to to hear somebody speaking in a foreign language mm-hmm. and maybe them being of a lesser class than them and think that oh god how lazy are them for not learning our language yeah now, how yeah lazy but when we haven't but then but when then they if it's do someone learn. that's when it's someone educated and when it's yeah. someone that's in potentially a higher class system who who can speak multiple languages it's like wow how impressive. How impressive yeah, is that? Yeah. And it's yeah, it, it's just very telling of well, our of our um you know opinion of people's yeah. classes. Well, well, t- tell me this: How in Parasite do the uh, Kims persuade the Parks that they're the real deal? They pretend to be people who've studied in America and God, can yeah. speak yes, English. Yeah. So she's from Chicago, Illinois. You know, yeah, Illinois, mm-hmm. Chicago. Like so. Even even there, like the the idea, and ch- their child is learning English, you know, yeah. all of that yeah. stuff. And they so. and they yeah, they use all those terms in English as well. Deadly yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah exactly, Gosh, yeah. exactly. I mean, that's almost like we planned it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that's everything. I this think, has been yeah. a mega session. Um, God, yeah, Avril, thank you so much. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you Rain, so much for you- asking me. No, no. Well, we'll have you back for David yeah. Fincher. <laughs> yeah, we're going to enjoy the ceremony. We're, yeah. we're all looking great. Uh, Avril's dressed as the Joker again, which was a bit of a weird call yeah. to turn up at the Oscars. Um, <laughs> Jonah, Jonah has spent the entire ceremony downstairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> try hiding and scaring children. I've been um, turning on all the um, Super Trooper lights by headbutting, um, <laughs> headbutting the switches. <laughs> Yeah, as, as they go on. Yeah. They all think it's automatic. No, it's me. <laughs>